Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about healing your shadow self. Now, maybe some of you don't know what I'm talking about when I say your shadow self. Every single one of us has a side of us. We have qualities and things that we don't like about ourselves. And usually we hide those things deep down inside. And those can be things like jealousy, envy, anger, all kinds of different emotions like rage and desire for power. And these are all aspects of our personality that we tend to think of as unacceptable. And we might deem those aspects of our personality as ugly. So we keep them hidden. And these are all things that happened because of childhood wounding. So either because our parents either consciously or unconsciously caused trauma for us, or maybe we had trauma due to other people when we were children, because a lot of things happen. You know, it's not always our parents that cause us the trauma. Some people have trauma because they were sexually abused by people who weren't their parents or weren't in their family, or maybe they were in their family, but they weren't their parents. So a lot of different things can cause this childhood trauma. And I want to tell you that Everyone has a shadow side, each and every one of us. It's nothing to feel ashamed of, but most of us are ashamed of it. That shadow side is something that we don't consciously bring to light because we're embarrassed by it and we feel guilty about it, yet it's the side of us that will come out sometimes when certain things happen. So like when you feel extreme rage or you feel jealous and you know you shouldn't, and you know that you're overreacting. That's your shadow side coming out. The good news is that you're not alone. Everyone has this. And actually, part of our journey is coming here to heal that shadow side. I talk about how soulmates are people who we've signed up with, like we make an agreement, a contract to come here and to help learn and grow like we teach each other lessons and often those lessons have to do with healing the shadow side and the soulmate it doesn't have to be a romantic soulmate although it can be but soulmates are people that are in your soul family like your actual family or your friends or co-workers they're people that you have made a contract with to come here to work on some sort of aspect of yourself usually involving your shadow side Now, most of us will try to push down our shadow sides. You might think of these as demons that you have within you, and you probably fight against them every day, and sometimes you lose, and sometimes you win. The good news is you can work on it, and you can heal the shadow side. I think this is interesting. Carl Jung said, People will do anything, no matter how absurd, in order to avoid facing their own souls. They will practice Indian yoga and all its exercises, observe a strict regimen of diet, learn the literature of the whole world, 
all because they cannot get on with themselves and have not the slightest faith that anything useful could ever come out of their own souls. Thus the soul has gradually been turned into a Nazareth from which nothing good can come. I think that's really interesting. And Osho said, positive thinking is simply the philosophy of hypocrisy. To give it the right name, when you're feeling like crying, it teaches you to sing. You can manage it if you try, but those repressed tears will come out at some point, in some situation. There is a limitation to repression, and the song that you were singing was absolutely meaningless. You were not feeling it. It was not bored out of your heart. So to me, that's saying, you know, we can try to run from our shadow side, but it's always there. And when we try to run from it, we suppress it deep down. And then what happens is when things get really tough and life gets really tough, it just comes exploding out. So it's important that we do the work on our shadow self. And the good news is there are a lot of things that you can do to work on that shadow self. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that you can do. The first thing you need to do is to not deny that you have the shadow self. You need to acknowledge that it's there. And I think if you realize every single human has a shadow side and you're not alone, That might make it better for you or easier. And that's why I think joining groups with like-minded people is so great because one of the first things when you go through trauma that actually makes it easier is to realize that you're not alone. I've talked about this before, but when we went to support groups and we heard other people's stories, we said, oh my gosh, we aren't the only people this has ever happened to. So whatever trauma you suffered as a child, you're not alone. Other people have suffered it too. Even if you think, no, my story is so outrageous and out there, there's no one else that could have suffered what I did, you're wrong. There are people out there who've suffered what you have. So joining support groups for those particular types of traumas is actually really helpful because you can hear how other people are getting through it, how they've managed And just hearing their stories makes you feel not alone, which feels amazing because feeling alone in your situation is one of the worst feelings. It really, truly is. And one of the things that I love about doing this podcast is that people will reach out and say, I know exactly what you're talking about. I went through the same thing. And it makes me feel better too to know that I'm not alone. And apparently I make other people feel better because they know they're not alone. So acknowledge the trauma, acknowledge what happened, acknowledge that you have that shadow self because you're not alone. We all have it. The next thing you need to do is to believe that you're worthy and that things are going to get better. This is sort of a taking back your power kind of stand. When you acknowledge that I'm worthy of living a life that doesn't involve the shadow side that I have to ignore. I'm worthy of being healthy. I'm worthy of being healed. And things are going to get better. That's the first step. Because it's easy to just feel bad all the time. We have this innate ability to constantly feel sorry for ourselves and feel like we're victims. But that is a truly powerless place. 
And it's so important for you to shake that self-pity and to unlock the secret to living your best life, which is actually taking back your personal power. A big part of trauma is that something happened to you that you had no control over. So then what we tend to do is fall into this victim mindset where we're like, it's not fair that this happened to me and I wasn't able to stop it and they took away my power. So the first step in healing that is to take back your power and say, you know what? No one has the ability to control me anymore. They don't have the ability to hurt me. I'm taking back my power. I say what happens in my life. That's an extremely powerful place, and it's the most important place to start. It's also important to know that when you're doing your shadow work, you may not like what you find, and it may be painful, but that's okay. You have to keep in mind that your shadow self, it's not all evil, okay? That's not what this is about. It's also a source of good for us because it's teaching us how to be the best versions of ourselves. And when you have to learn and grow, it's not always comfortable, but it is always necessary. You need to pay attention to the emotions that you feel. No emotions are bad, so it's totally okay to feel what you feel. Negative emotions are portals into the shadow. They help us determine what our wounds and fears are. When you feel an emotion, you need to take a moment and ask yourself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? And then wait for the answers to come. The answers may not come right away. You don't need to force it and jump to certain conclusions. Just be patient. The answers will slowly unfold for you. Shadow work is considered to be soul work, so it happens on its own timeline. So we have to be patient and just know that in the right timing, the answers will come. I'm going to talk in a little bit about what you can do to sort of help with the progression of getting those answers and helping those answers to flow to you, but you need to have patience in knowing that You don't have to know everything at a certain timeline and the answers may not come up right away and that's okay too. It simply means that when something comes up for you, accept it, acknowledge that you're an emotional being and that sometimes it's difficult to manage your emotions and that's okay and pay attention to, you know, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling? Some people just want to avoid feeling the feelings and they just want to feel better when they're feeling those. Those feelings make you feel very uncomfortable and a lot of people don't like that and that's why they run from their feelings and they don't want to feel that. But I'm telling you that that's not the right attitude. That's, those feelings don't go away. So the best thing that you can do is to stay in your emotions to figure out what are they. So name those emotions. What am I feeling? I'm feeling rage. I'm feeling peace. I'm feeling sad. What is it? 
I mean, for me, I'm doing some of this work right now because since the death of my ex-husband, I'm feeling a lot of anger towards him and I'm having to work through those emotions. And I really had no idea how much anger it was going to bring up for me. You know, at first I was a little, I was shocked and then I was sad. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm so mad and it's bringing up things for me that I know I need to heal. So it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel your feelings and you need to understand what is it that I'm feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Because it's only then that you're going to be able to overcome those. Otherwise, they don't go anywhere. It's not like if you stuff them down, they're going to just disappear. They don't. So it's better to really feel the feelings and identify what are they? Why are you feeling them? The other thing is to identify the shadow. Shadows are located in our subconscious, and that's where we bury them, which is why it's kind of difficult sometimes to identify them. So the first step in identifying your shadow is to become aware of feelings that you are having over and over again. So those recurrent feelings, what are they? Because those often will help us identify the shadow. So some common shadow beliefs are, I'm not good enough. This was one that was recurrent for me until I had to face it. In the last relationship I was in, I felt like I wasn't good enough and it brought up that shadow for me. And I had to do a lot of the self-love work to realize that, you know what, I am good enough. It's my own ego that's telling me that I'm not. And then when other people try to criticize me, I take it super personally like, oh my gosh, see, there it is. I'm not good enough. And what I realized is, no, that's not what it means. And so now if someone, you know, and if it's like constructive criticism, you know, and they say, well, well, you need to do this or you should do that. I don't take it personally anymore because I realize it doesn't mean I'm not good enough. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It has more to do with how can I improve my skills in a certain area, which doesn't affect my worth. And when you can make that distinction, that's awesome. But for a lot of people, a lot of people can't accept constructive criticism because they take it super personally. And that is your inner I'm not worthy feeling coming out. That's your shadow side saying I'm not good enough. Another shadow belief is I'm unlovable. I'm flawed. My feelings are not valid. I have to take care of everyone around me or I'm not normal, there's something wrong with me. Those are just some common shadows. So if you feel like you have things, feelings coming up around those areas, you probably have that as your shadow side, and it's something you need to work on. An important thing when you're working with your shadow is to investigate your feelings objectively. And I tell this to all of my coaching clients when we talk about forgiving others, or we talk about you know, working on your shadow, we talk about looking at things like a third-party objective observer. And what that means is you don't allow your emotions to come into play here because you're looking at something. Our emotions will tell us all kinds of things. Like this person said this because they hate me and because they think I'm this, they think I'm that. And that's just your emotions and your ego getting in the way. If you look at it objectively, you can look at these were the actions of this person. And we can look at how did it make me feel because that often tells us what was triggered within us. But you need to look at it objectively. 
when this person said this or when this person did this, it caused this. Then we can kind of get to the nitty gritty, like what was that all about? So it's a lot easier to really investigate the situation because what we want to do our human nature wants us just to blame everyone else, right? It was his fault. It was her fault. She said this and it made me feel bad. When we look at something though objectively, we can sometimes realize that we played an equal role in a situation, that we've had some blame too. You know, we are 100% responsible for our actions in every relationship and so is the other party. But sometimes we want to blame each other. And, you know, there are situations where the other person might have played more of a role. But in looking at it objectively, we can see how we also might have had a role to play in that. And I, you know, I did that in my last relationship too. When I went back and I observed things, I'm like, you know what? I did this and I did this and that wasn't really the best. But, you know, my person also did this and this. So you can look at it objectively. It gives you a much, much better perspective. And it helps you to understand why people who hurt you, why they acted the way that they did, which can be hard to accept. But it's so important that you understand and heal and forgive because you need to move on and you can't move on unless you're able to forgive and move on. Sometimes it's simply knowing that this person was damaged and they did the absolute best that they knew how to do at the time. And it didn't have anything to do with me. It had everything to do with the damage that this person had gone through. This person was going through their shadow side and their shadow side was coming out. And sometimes that's the easiest explanation And you need to realize that there's no reason to feel bad. We all experience negative emotions. We all experience things that we've done that we wish we could take back or we we don't know when, maybe we don't even understand at the time why we did what we did or said what we said. And again, it's uncovering that shadow. It's like, you know, maybe the reason I said this was because I was feeling this and this was because of what happened to me when I was a child. It just helps you to really dig in and understand that shadow side of yourself and understand your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors. So it's really important to do that. So here are some things you can do to really explore your shadow more, to explore that inner self. One of the things you can do is art. Okay, my daughter's been doing this now and her counselor, she explained to me that art is a great way to get out your emotions without actually having to get them out, like not sitting down and crying, but instead painting a picture. And then you you realize that after you've painted this picture, it's a very sad, you know, depressing picture. And you look at it and you're able to explain the emotions that you are going through as you painted the picture And it's a way for you to get out your emotions without actually having to sit down and just break down and cry. If you're a person who doesn't want to do that, doesn't like doing that, consider like doing some art therapy. It's really good and it's a great way to get out your emotions through your painting. Another really great activity is journaling because when you write, it allows you to 
empty everything you're feeling into your writing. And it's sort of like magic because when you just start free writing, things start coming out and things may come out that you didn't even think about. And when you go back and you look at what you wrote, you may have a few aha moments like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was feeling that or I didn't even make that connection. And there it is in your writing. Another thing you can do, and I've done this too, is write a letter. Write a letter to yourself or to others who've hurt you. You don't actually have to send the letter. You can if you want to, but honestly, I don't even recommend sending it. Just getting it out and writing to the person who hurt you and telling them what you feel and why you felt it and That just gets out all of your emotions. And then if you want to burn the letter or if you want to keep it because you go back and read it, whatever you want to do is perfect for you. Meditation is another way to help you understand objectively what emotions you're going through. It also allows us to heal. So you can do a forgiveness meditation. You can picture the person in your mind who hurt you and you can say to them, you know, May you be happy, may you be at peace, may you be free from suffering, or say something like, I love you, I forgive you. Um, Or you can scream at them, you can tell them F you, or whatever you want to say that makes you feel better. That's actually really helpful. I've done that before myself, and it releases a lot of emotions. So just doing that imagery, you imagining the person in front of you, and say whatever you need to say to that person and get it out. Another thing that you need to do is make sure that you allow yourself to face the emotion that you're afraid of. So feel it and explore it. You can write about it. You can make art out of it, whatever you need to do. Our thoughts and emotions can also come out in our dreams. So if you experience a dream and you feel like, man, this is really vivid, it's memorable, write it down go back and analyze it because you may be able to understand more about yourself once you analyze your dreams. As Carl Jung once said, the dream is the small hidden door and the deepest and most intimate sanctum of the soul, which opens to that primeval cosmic night that was soul long before there was a conscious ego and will be soul far beyond what a conscious ego could ever reach. So it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily understand the dream But our dreams can give us important messages and information about ourselves. You need to make sure that you also nurture your inner child. A lot of our pain and wounding is caused from childhood trauma. And those deep wounds can create behavioral and emotional patterns that create our personality. And so we can often pick up behavior patterns like we act like we're not worthy of love or we feel like our feelings are wrong or we feel like we have to take care of everyone because there was no one around to take care of us. There's so many ways that that inner child wounding shows up in our adult lives. So nurturing your inner child allows you to go back and give yourself the love you didn't get because for so many of us, that's what it's about. We felt like we didn't get the love and attention that we needed and deserved So going back and nurturing that inner child is so important because it helps us to do that. It helps us to love ourselves, to give us the love we didn't get. And in essence, we're filling that void for ourselves. 
So you can go back to a time in your life when you felt most vulnerable and you can picture the scene in your head, whatever it was, where you got hurt or where you felt like there was nobody there for you or in your corner and hold that image in your mind and take any messages that come up when you think of that. So as you imagine that scene, and again, this could be painful, but imagine that scene in your mind and what comes up for you when you go back there. Another thing that you can do, and I love this and I've done this myself and I think it's so incredibly healing, is to give your younger self compassion. So you can write a letter to your younger self and tell yourself all of the things that you needed that you didn't get. Like you can tell yourself, I love you and I'm here for you. It's going to be okay. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything to deserve this. You can give yourself a hug. You can tell yourself, I'm sorry that you were hurt, but I'm never going to let anyone else hurt you again. I will always be here for you. I love you deeply and completely. You're more than enough. Whatever your inner child didn't get that it needed, you can write this in your letter to yourself and then keep this and go back and read it occasionally when you're feeling down. And it may seem silly, but I promise you, it does help you feel better. I did this for myself, so I can tell you firsthand that it was very healing for me. One thing you need to understand is that doing shadow work is really uncomfortable. Nobody wants to look at their own flaws and weaknesses or the negative emotions that they're ashamed of. But if you do the shadow work, it will help you to grow and develop into a better person. And when we do the shadow work, you're not going to be stuffing those things deep down and then having them come out at the wrong time, right? We project a lot of our hurt and wounding onto other people. And as I've said before, and I did not make up this quote, I just saw it, but I love it. When you don't heal your inner wounding, you're going to bleed all over people who didn't cut you. We project those shadow feelings onto other people when we don't heal them. So when you take time to do the work, as uncomfortable as it might be, you're going to find that your relationships are better because you're not going to be projecting all of those things onto the people in your relationships. And your relationship with yourself is going to be better too. It's a very brave thing to do. And those of you who are doing the work, I applaud you because it isn't comfortable, but it's absolutely necessary. So keep doing it. Keep going because you're doing an awesome job. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. I pulled a couple of Oracle cards for you. They are from the Love Notes from the Universe deck. And the first one I pulled is Be True to Yourself. And I think that this really has a lot to do with what we're talking about today. The only way you can be authentically true to yourself is to really look at every single part of yourself, whether you like it or not, And then we can start the healing work. Your message is you may not ever understand what's going on in their life, but you can always figure out what's going on in yours. Tally-ho, the universe. So to me, that means we can't control other people, but we can absolutely control ourselves. And by healing ourselves and working with our shadow selves, 
We are becoming better versions of us. And that's absolutely what it's all about. Your second card is you needn't worry. There's no one in your life who hasn't always loved you. They're all just learning how to show it. Big sillies, the universe. So it's true. You know, people love you. We all just have different ways of showing it. And some of us don't know how to show it. So be patient with yourself. And most importantly, show yourself some love because you absolutely deserve it. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. That helps others to find me. Please leave reviews. That also helps others find me. And I really appreciate those of you who do that. Really, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for that. Also, if you would like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find on the offerings page a list of the services I offer. You can purchase them there, and then you contact me and we will schedule your session. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so they are not in person, and you will get everything you need out of them, I promise. Also, if you would like to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 6.30, excuse me, 6.30 Central. I changed the time to make it more convenient for everyone else. 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. I also post videos to Instagram, so make sure you follow me. If you subscribe to my website, you'll receive a free morning and evening meditation. And my YouTube channel has many meditations that I have made there to help you, such as a heart chakra healing, deep sleep meditation, and also my book, Beautifully Broken. There you will find chapter one of the audio book, a sample for you in case you would like to order my book. Thank you guys so much for being here with me. I am sending you so much love and light. I'm praying for your continued safety. I hope that you all are safe, happy, and healthy. I am sending you massive love and light, and I will see you again soon. Bye, guys.